This is Behold, a VBC podcast. Our goal is to examine biblical truth that will better equip you to behold the glory of the Lord more fully in your daily life. Without further ado, here is the Behold podcast. All right, well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Behold podcast. My name is Sean, and my partner in crime, Mr. Daniel Gillette, is not with me today. He is truly suffering, truly suffering on the island of Maui. So he's on vacation with his wife, Emily, and their kids and their whole families, and I'm very, very happy for him, but I miss him dearly. So y'all are stuck with just me today. But I thought it'd be a good opportunity for maybe this week's Behold to just be a bit of a shorter one and more of a reminder. You know, if you live in the Bay Area then you might have noticed that we have this new mask mandate now. So Alameda County and six other counties are now yet again requiring that we all wear masks inside. And for a lot of us, we heard this and, you know, we we hear this and think different things. We respond in different ways. For some people, they probably felt just fatigue and just this sense of like, really, again, Some of you probably heard this new mask mandate and felt anxiety or fear. Some of you maybe felt frustration and anger at everything. Maybe it's anger at the world, anger at COVID-19, anger at specific people that you think are doing the right thing or aren't doing the right thing. There's just so many ways that we respond to complicated things like this. And that's okay. You know, we... We're not meant to avoid big topics, big hard situations. Remember, we're meant to rejoice in the trials and welcome the trials just knowing that they lead to growth, they lead to God's glory, lead to a lot of things. And yet they're hard, right? So I thought that today I would take just one of those responses and dive into it just a little bit. You know, I think one of the things that most of us can identify with when it comes to things like COVID-19 and the idea of things locking down is some sense of anxiety. You know, and maybe as you're listening to this, COVID-19 isn't that thing for you. Maybe it's, can I pay my rent, my mortgage next month? You know, maybe it's your relationship or marriage is unstable and it's on rocky ground. You're anxious about that. There's just so many things to be anxious about. And thankfully, God's word tells us things about anxiety and how to deal with it. You know, this last Thursday, I taught at the gathering, which is our young adults meeting um, on Thursday night. And on that night, I gave the five P's, my five P's for spiritual warfare. And as part of that, one of the things I talked about was this verse in Philippians 4, which a lot of you are probably familiar with, Philippians 4, 6 and 7. And it's really straightforward and simple. But I just want to point out a couple things in this verse as you, whoever you are, whatever you're dealing with, uh, process through anxieties. And on the flip side of that, the other side of that coin, uh, just experience God's peace and his freedom. And, you know, just a little bit of context, if you're not familiar with the book of Philippians or with Paul, you know, Paul is an apostle. (laughs) Most of the New Testament is written by him. And he most likely wrote the book of Philippians when he was under house arrest in Rome nearer to the end of his life. And so at this point, you know, he's already been through quite a bit in life. 
you know, if you're unfamiliar with Paul, there's this chunk in Second Corinthians where he kind of describes and it says, of the Jews, five times received I 40 stripes. So caning, you know, he was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned, thrice I suffered shipwreck. You know, he was imprisoned several times. He's in perils of robbers, all kinds of things. So Paul is certainly one acquainted with lots of stressful, anxiety-inducing situations, you know? And so he's certainly someone qualified to speak about how, as followers of Christ, we deal with anxiety. So just with that in the back of your brain, you know, he was imprisoned in Philippi, which is, this book is two. So again, as you're listening to this verse, then keep in mind that this is coming from Apostle Paul, who's like, besides Jesus, one of the OGs when it comes to suffering well and modeling how to do that without fear and anxiety and all of those things. So let me read to you from Philippians 4. And again, this is verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. As you hear that, what do you think? You know, what, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? It says, do not be anxious, but in everything pray with thanksgiving. And the peace of God, which surpasses understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. And I think for most of us, we hear that and we say, yeah, that sounds awesome. I, I want that. I want the peace of God to guard my heart and my mind. But let's dig a little bit deeper in this Philippians passage, specifically with this mindset of how does this inform me and my heart with the nature of anxiety and the nature of how we as Christians battle anxiety? And in this passage, there's kind of three distinct sections here, three distinct chunks. The first one is do not be anxious about anything. First chunk. That makes sense, right? Don't be anxious about things. Second chunk, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. So first chunk, don't be anxious. Second chunk, pray to God. And this third chunk, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So these three distinct sections of this verse, and they tell us a lot. You know, if you just take the first few sections of that, what you would think is just, okay, well, don't be anxious about anything, but, and every time there's a but, it's presenting an alternative, right? So don't be anxious about anything, but instead pray with Thanksgiving. That's, that's, that's still helpful, but it's not the whole story, right? So I'm so thankful that we have that third chunk, third piece of the puzzle. And so that after that, because of that, the peace of God will guard your hearts and your minds. You know, I think a lot of the times we, we think about anxiety and our goal is the opposite of that, not anxiety. Our goal is to not have anxiety, just the absence of that. But what we're seeing here is, is there's something richer to it. You know, the peace of God is not the same thing as no anxiety. In fact, it's much richer and much deeper than that. The peace of God is so much more than just the absence of anxiety, right? And here we see that the peace of God is actually the, the, the avenue. 
It's the conduit through which we're being guarded in our hearts and our minds from anxiety. So we're starting to scratch that itch here, starting to get to get to the bottom of this, of that anxiety exists, we pray to God, and then the peace of God guards us from that anxiety. But in that middle process there the, of turning to God, I just want to be a little more specific because it's not just turn to God, right? It says, in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. With thanksgiving, which I think is so essential. And it's not happenstancely that Paul points out that a heart of gratitude and thanksgiving as we turn to God is essential if we want him to give us peace and shield us from anxiety. You know, as you think about what this prayer might look like for you, what does that, what does that sound like? For example, with masks, because that's what I brought up in the beginning. Well, if you're frustrated and anxious about masks, then your prayer should look like, according to this, Lord Jesus, help us with COVID-19 and this mask business. I cannot wait until we no longer have to worry about sickness and, and all of these things. And Lord, I'm so thankful that that we live in times where masks are the biggest problem on our plate. Lord, I'm so thankful that in so many ways you're providing for me right now. I'm so thankful that in our area, we have access to all these different things and hospitals and whatever it is, whatever it looks like. You know, do you have that heart of gratitude as you're turning to God with this? And that piece of it is so important if we want him to, to follow through on his promise here to then guard our hearts and our minds. Because that's the reality of anxiety, right? Is it's not just a heart thing. It's not just a mind thing. We feel anxiety in our hearts, but our minds can just take it and go crazy, right? We can just go in endless mental loops when it comes to our anxieties and our fears. And an attitude of gratitude, I like that, attitude of gratitude, is such a powerful stop to that mental loop. That's why in Colossians 3, you know, speaking of anxiety, there's a parallel passage kind of which there talks about peace and it says in Colossians 3:15 and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful let the word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God and whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Man, over and over again, we're hearing this. Be thankful. Give thanks. Sing praises in thanks to God. And for some reason, we just lose that sometimes so easily. You know, when we're dealing with our fears and our anxieties, we so quickly go into that mode of just, God, help me. Lord, we need your help. God, what's going to happen? which that's important, right? But we forget about that piece of just, Lord, thank you. Thank you for all the different blessings in my life. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your character. Thank you for your son, Jesus. And that I've already received the ultimate and eternal healing, right? Just so many things that if we are mindful of it, we can so easily express gratitude to God. And as we do that, again, we're trusting that this heart of gratitude and thankfulness, as we make every request, absolutely, don't hold back. You know, make every request known to God in supplication and in prayer and thankfulness and trust because he promises it right here that as we do that, 
the peace of God, which surpasses our wisdom, our understanding, our expectations and knowledge, all of those things will guard our hearts and our minds. So listener, beholder out there, it's just a quick reminder for you this week, which, which maybe the topic that you're wrestling with is absolutely the mask mandate and what's going to happen with this Sunday and the upcoming season and your different life scenarios, all those things. But maybe it's stuff completely unrelated. You know, we all have things in our lives and yet God's word remains the same in all of them. What do we do to combat anxiety? We, 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 we pray in gratitude. We cling to his promises, you know, let, let his word dwell in your heart richly, enabling the Lord to just do his work and the Holy Spirit to do his work of guarding our hearts and our minds, which guys, we need this right now. You know, amidst the craziness going on in the world, we need the Lord's protection for our hearts and our minds as we seek to process, as we seek to endure, but most importantly, as we seek to thrive in the freedom that we get from his son, Jesus, as we navigate this crazy year. So, so that's it this week, guys. It's a short one, but man, I hope that that's a useful reminder to you of how to just process and how to deal with and combat whatever the anxieties are uh, in your life right now. You know, if this topic of how to process anxiety or fear or hardship in a biblical way um, is ringing a bell for you right now, then maybe we'll link that teaching I did in the gathering in the show notes. So online slash behold, and you can listen to all five Ps, the five Ps of spiritual warfare, and hopefully that's a blessing to you. We love you guys. Stay safe. We're praying for y'all. Catch you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes of Behold. If you would like more information about Valley Bible Church, or if you'd like resources from this episode, go ahead and check out vbc.online forward slash behold. Catch you guys next week.